G'day guys, timer is on, happy running. Mine was a very, very wet run today. Hard to get out there, but that just seems to be what it's gonna be for this week. But good old Stefan gets you out and about. Uh, hopefully everyone's doing well. It has been a pretty rough ride in crypto today. Um, been hard to look away from the market. So I hope everyone else um, is going okay and isn't overextended. And yeah, I think it's wonderful that um, hopefully um, if so, if you're not feeling great, that at least Stepan is getting people out and about and focusing on things other than just looking at the markets all day. So, hope everyone's doing well. I thought I'd um, jump in and talk about uh, some other common running injuries that um, are likely, especially for people who are getting into, not likely, but they're the more common when getting into running for the first time. Um, this is because I've, on my uh, Facebook group, the Stepan Injury Prevention Facebook group, I put a poll up about what types of episodes you guys are keen for the most. Um, and at the moment, I've got uh, types of common running injuries and recovery methods as the top two. I'm only a couple of votes on there, so it's not exactly an overwhelming um, vote. But if you haven't already, jump across to the group and um, yeah, let me know which types of in episodes you're really interested in and any specific questions you'd like me to answer. Um, but today, we're going to be talking about... Um, what are shin splints um, and how they may be different to what you think and how they're often confused um, with and how that term is often kind of confused with stress fractures um, and basically how to avoid um, both of those injuries happening when you're getting into running. So to start off with, uh, shin splints, it's a kind of a, I don't know, it's an unpleasant name. It sort of gives you a, a, this idea that there is some kind of splinting, cracking, uh, stress fracture-like thing going on in the body. But uh, the technical term for it is medial tibial stress syndrome. So what that means is basically the medial is um, on the kind of inside of the body, um, as in towards the midline, towards the middle. Uh, tibial is the shin bone. So your tibia is your shin bone. Stress being obviously when you, you're stressing the body and then syndrome yeah, that's pretty self-explanatory. So basically, you've got this um, this sort of stress syndrome that's happening into inside of your shin. So what is actually going on there is basically when you start to um, exceed your capacity, and exceeding your capacity is something that I talked quite a lot about in the first um, episode, and I have uh, keep on bringing it up every time because that's one of the most important things to understand with um, doing any new activity with your body is you basically got to gradually... Um, increase your exposure to things and not just go all out um, straight at once. You know, when we were kids, we used to get away with just doing random sports at random times and not really worrying about it. But as you get older, you really need to make your ramp up into new activity a bit slower so you give your body more time to adapt. And remember, muscles, um, your neurological system kind of adapts to the faster, so your, your ability to produce force with the muscles you have, then your muscles adapt, and then your um, your bones, ligaments, cartilage, all kind of take a bit longer, but always happening, always in a constant state of remodeling. So what can happen is basically on that inside of your shin, you've got a whole, um, you've got a few different muscles that attach onto the inside of the shin there. And what can happen is when you get that capacity overload um, and the resultant muscle spasm. So I've talked a lot about how, um, you know, when you, uh, a lot of the tightness that you get when you're starting new exercise and, and pain and tightness that you're getting that people just want to stretch, um, that's actually caused by like a muscle not being able to handle the load it's 
that's been put on it. So if you've got this kind of overload um, of the musculature, you basically every time you're contracting that muscle, that's going to be pulling on the bony attachment. And you've kind of got this like uh, spread out bony attachment on the side of your shin. Um, and if you suddenly increase your running in a big way or change what you've been doing, lots more walking than you've done in the past, um, then that kind of continuous um, pulling on the attachment site that's not ready for it can um, can be a bit stressful. So, uh, and that's what that's what then starts to to cause the pain. So again, it is this too much too soon idea that we um, want to avoid. And and luckily with Stepan, it does um, kind of slow you down by the way of only having uh, 10 minutes available at the beginning. But if you do go in um, all in pretty quickly, uh, certainly 45 minutes running a day if you're up at that high energy level, um, yeah, it could be really challenging. So things that are going to impact this as well are um, basically like the, the strength of your the foot musculature and the ankle musculature and your and your calves. So if you're um, if you're not quite as, as strong through those muscles, um, and especially if your calves become quickly fatigued, then the other deeper muscles, so these muscles that actually attach onto this pipe, uh, more of your sort of foot and ankle stabilize muscles, but they can play a role in force development. So if you're suddenly going from um, not much running to a lot of running and your calves get quite fatigued quite quickly, you start to look at your muscles will start to, um, your brain will start to tap into um, the other muscles that are there to do the job and those muscles get really overloaded um, quite quickly because it's not their job to be producing that sort of um, that moving force and that's where you can really overload it quite quickly. So what it feels like is basically um, on the inside of your shin, like a pretty horrible um, pain along the inside of your inside of your shin. When you press through there um, all along that area, it can be um, yeah pretty pretty horribly painful. And yeah, it can really, really slow you down. So this is definitely something we want to avoid. And again, the main way of doing it is by gradually increasing um, your loading, but then also doing um, some strengthening work through your calves and also some um, ankle and foot stability work with single leg balance, um, as well as work up through the hip to make, um, to lower the demand of the st stabilizers of the ankle. Again, we'll um, get stuck into uploading a program, particularly if people are interested. So let me know if you would like that um, strength program as a priority. Uh, so that's kind of, that's the medial tibial stress syndrome in um, a quick nutshell. So this is kind of not to be confused, um, but yeah, the tr really challenging thing with this is it's common for people to, I guess, feel some symptoms um, and then go with the first injury, like the most likely injury that they've that they've heard of and I guess a lot of people sort of talk about shin splints and sort of use it fairly haphazardly but when you actually look at um, all the different uh, conditions that it could be you've got like there's so many other ones that's why it is really important to work with a professional to make sure you know what you're working with because um, yeah just because it's pain in that area doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be shin splints so other things that it can be as I said with stress fractures um, but then also compartment syndrome which is basically where the musculature starts to swell within its fascia and become that can uh, yeah really cause some issues with um, uh, basically like closing down space for um, blood vessels and nerves to run through so that's um, something that you really want to be kind of on top of um, also sciatica so back pain um, which has a nerve component that uh, goes down to the back of the shin is a really common one 
Um, deep vein thrombosis as well can kind of masquerade as a similar sort of thing where you've got pain down the, um, the back of your calf. Uh, you've got these arteries that go through the back of your knee called the popliteal, um, called popliteal artery entrapment. There's muscle strains you can get through there. Uh, tumors, obviously it's not um, common, but that is a possibility. Um, and then there's a few other things um, like infections, other nerve entrapments and um, arterial endofibrosis, which um, again, I, I won't go into the details here, but just to, I just wanted to highlight that list because um, again, it's really common that people just jump on, look at Google, uh, look for the few symptoms that they have and then just assume it's that. But that again, that list is a good kind of highlight of why you would um, want to go see a health professional um, a physiotherapist in Australia, at least, is um, definitely going to be the person to see for something like this, where we have the the um, skills and knowledge, the understanding, the questions of how to differentially diagnose. So, uh, knowing um, what are the little things that you that make the difference between um, those conditions, so that you can um, uh, uh, yeah make sure you you know what you're working with, because quite a few of those things, like particularly if it is a, a tumor or your deep vein thrombosis, um, those kind of things can actually be life-threatening. So not to scare you guys, but again, um, do if you are um, if you do have a new injury, new pain um, that you're not sure about, it always, is always really good to work with a professional. Again, that's something I do do online. If you are interested, jump on the group, get in contact with me. Um, but otherwise, yeah, seeing someone local uh, to you is always good. Coming up to the end of the time, but um, with stress fractures. Um, yeah, I just wanted to highlight that they are, that is different to shin splints. So if you've been told you have shin splints, that doesn't mean you have stress fracture. Um, that can be a result of a <laughs> long-term, um, if you really, really push through um, shin splint-like pain, uh, particularly um, if you have a few other things going on, like hormonal changes. Um, if you're eating at a massive calorie deficit, uh, there's the timer. Uh, calorie deficit being basically you're um, on a strict diet and you're not eating enough. And... Yeah, it can be a common thing for... Sorry, I'm in the middle of nearly sneezing here. So excuse me while I just... Okay, I think it's gone. But basically, there's this idea called the female athlete triad, which is when you stop having a period, amenorrhea. Um, you've got some uh, yeah, uh, changes to um, hormones from, from under eating. And um, yeah, that can basically be a common uh, time when stress fractures will come up. So it's yeah, not, not eating enough, not getting enough recovery in there. Um, and yeah, that's that's a, a common time when stress fractures might come up. Sorry, just that sneeze really threw me there. Oh, it's hard to talk when you're <laughs> focused on not um, sneezing everywhere. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, that does come to the end of time. I might, if people are interested in going further into um, stress fractures, because certainly foot and those lower leg stress fractures can be a real, like that's, that's the kind of injury where uh, you have to stop running. Like with this, I'm really trying to uh, give people the tools to be able to continue running and continue earning um, on stepping. But there are going to be certain times when you really do need to stop. And um, yeah, fractures are one of those times. So if you are interested in learning more about it, um, I can go further into it. But otherwise, I'll finish up for today. Um, again, hope everyone's going all right with the market downturn. Um, yeah, just keep getting out there. Keep um, enjoying being outside and looking at um and yeah looking at the bigger picture i guess because it can be so engrossing just watching charts so hopefully you have a 
happy outlet. If you uh, do want any more help with anything, jump on the Stefan Injury Prevention Facebook group and send me a message. If you would like to request any um, topics, that's the place to do it. And yeah, I really appreciate um, any feedback you have. So hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll see you again tomorrow.